0: and roasted, Yeah, that's what we do Set them up, knock them down Make that cherry glow Whiskey and cigars
1: The gentleman's cologne
0: Cheers, y'all
2: Well, well
0: The sound of a party just about to begin, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Welcome, my friends, my neighbors, to this radio program, podcast, and video extravaganza known internationally Hi, as the world-famous Smoking and Toasting. You are joining us for show number 368. That is, uh, when you do the math, approximately yeah. halfway to 400. Good to know. Show number 368 is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars, as it is pretty much every week. Casually. And sometimes Nicolas Cage. Occasionally we delve into other topics. I was just about to say, you know, there hasn't been any good Nick Cage news in a while. No. There's been some monkey news. We covered that last week, but there hasn't been
3: monkey a lot
2: of good uh I just happened to Nick watch Cage. that
3: movie last night where he was a pilot and ev- everyone disappeared and went to heaven.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah, I
3: like don't... half half the world went to heaven. How terrible was it? I've never seen that before. <laughs> it was interesting. Well, I, I saw a... a
2: preview a trailer on uh, on youtube for something he's i don't even remember the name of it
0: now and i just thought
2: who's still casting how is this happening how is it happening and then he's gonna
0: have a resurgence after the unbearable weight of massive talent because he was so amazing that he was however playing himself that was amazing and if you go
2: back and watch him in like raising arizona he's magnificent oh yeah like so he's had good movies but Boy, yeah, I think, you know... It's not a guarantee. Maybe he just got into financial trouble along the way somewhere and just had to take whatever scripts he could get. And, you know, luck of the draw, maybe occasionally there'll be a good one in there.
3: Maybe he wants to, like, uh, buy planes like Travolta or something. I don't know. (laughs) Who just turned 70, by the way. If that that doesn't make
2: you feel old, I don't know what will, you know? You think about him like... Walking down the street and Saturday uh, Night Fever with that, bam, bam, yeah, bam, like bam, classic. Bam. How many shows have like borrowed that scene with the theme music to show one of their characters doing the same walk? It's uh, it, you know, it's it's one of those universal things. Well, welcome to our program, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are going to revisit the best cigars of the year, and the reason we're going to do that is because so many of the lists don't come out until january or february of the mm-hmm. following year in fact we, i just got the cigar snob issue with their 2023 cigars of the year and we have another really interesting list uh of the best new cigars of the year uh from cigar journal and they only in this one include new ones not just necessarily things they happen to review in 2023 so uh well so we'll go back and look at that a little bit ian and i have already given our list so we won't need to reprise those but uh you know we'll 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 have fun looking at these lists. What I always find interesting is how many cigars there are on this list. Despite the incredibly large number of different cigars we smoke during the year, just Mm -hmm. to be able to talk about them here on the show, uh, there's always a lot of cigars on these lists I've never tried. In some cases, never seen. True, So I always find that interesting, and it's good to take notes and add them to my to-do list, if you will. So We'll also be uh, attempting to uh, tell you about... The flavors and, and notes and, and uh, subtleties in some beers and some spirits. We'll uh, try to start out with one from a brewery we love out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Odell Brewing Company. It's it's hard to not like what they always, have. Always, yeah. Always spectacular. Uh, <clears throat> we're going to be trying their crispy lager called Lagerado. Lagerado. Which I suppose nice. is a Colorado lager. Uh, from another brewing company that I, I swear is in my top three. I think, Parish Brewing Company out of Brassard, Louisiana. These are the guys that do Ghost in the Machine. It's amazing. And then we had that. Remember we had that Holy Ghost, which was their rarefied double. Well, today we'll be trying an IPA from them called Actius Luna. It is a triple IPA. Oh. from Parish Brewing Company. So hard to go wrong with Parish, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, these guys are well, just so consistent. And from Heist Brewery in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, we'll be trying their bourbon barrel-aged stout called Social Outcast. I kind of identify. You know, with I love those, those kind of things. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you say bourbon look barrel,
2: to and today Ian has brought a whiskey in from his own private collection that we'll be trying. It's the Jameson Triple Triple. It's triple distilled and triple cask. And I find myself looking at this, and I believe we have a smoking and toasting first today, ladies and gentlemen. For 368 episodes, I believe this to actually be the first time that this Irish whiskey that Ian has brought in is a bottle of whiskey that it does not look like he has cracked the uh, seal on. Oh, okay,
1: okay. I don't know if you would see that on the camera,
2: but he just reached up with his finger and just kind of it's, like... It's
0: it's down to here. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, I couldn't tell from here, and I was a little concerned about, you know, our OSHA safety regulations.
0: Yeah, no, I, I wanted to make sure that we were safe. Like, I cracked the top of the bottle so there's no, like, this has a screw top with the little um, uh, little thing that breaks off on the bottom. I want to make sure that no one cut, yeah. their, uh, cut their finger on it or mm-hmm. anything. And mm-hmm. then also, you know, you have to clear the neck of the bottle just just enough to wait, you know to, to lessen the spills that we have. Yeah.
2: Before every show, we go and get some paper towels. I got a big stack for today, but hopefully we won't need that <laughs> yes. since the neck of the bottle has been cleared. So all of that is uh, things. Where I'm really looking forward to the triple triple. I like Irish whiskey in general, and this just I don't know just looks good. You this know is what a I mean? fun bottle. It looks good, so I'm excited about that. Plus, we'll bring you our uh, regular and most popular segment on the show. As we uh, uh, get to uh, the later portion of the program, we will bring you once again another episode of drinking news and today's drinking news teaser headline taking a bite out of stupidity so we'll look forward to that. Uh, plus, we'll talk about uh, Cigar snobs, Top 15 Cigars of uh, 2023, Cigar Journal's Top 25 New Cigars of 2023, and uh, all kinds of other things going on in the uh, world of cigars and brews and spirits. We have a whole list of lists. Including <laughs> news about a craft beer vending machine for shredding guitarists. It's kind of like, you know, like, uh, like think of it as Guitar Hero. And if you play well enough, you can actually get a beer out of the machine. I'm
0: in. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that sound good? I don't know what's happening
2: here talk, anymore. Talk about, you know, talk about encouraging young musicians to practice. It's a good thing. <laughs> so we'll uh uh so we'll get to that. Plus, are brewers sick of brewing hazy IPAs? There's a lot of them out there. Pretty much every brewery, with a few exceptions, has one or two. The IPA
0: thing has gotten a little uh, outrageous, considering you have to have an IPA. Yeah. Then yeah. you have to have a hazy IPA.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then you have to have a juicy IPA. Right. Then you have to have... Like a West Coast IPA. A West Coast IPA. Yeah. A New England-style IPA. Yeah. You have well, to have...
3: <laughs> well, there is and some By, then, crossover. by well, then,
0: where's the barley wine? Why is no one making barley wine? I want a barley wine. As,
2: as a person who, I will openly admit, IPA is my favorite style of beer, and hazies are my favorite IPAs. But that said, yeah, I'm always a little disappointed if I go and sit down at a brewery someplace, and there's not some darker beer options. Uh, maybe a barley wine, maybe a couple of really interesting stouts, a porter. Always love when I find a porter. Mm, yeah, you porters because it's, it's a little more
3: subtle, but can be barley really wine. Amazing Come on, barley what, wine. what would be the difference? Why would they get sick of brewing hazy as opposed to other IPAs or beers? Are they harder? I no, it's not
2: necessarily that they're harder. I think they just are... Fi- the brewers are finding that they personally, many of them, I think, and we'll get into this when we take a look at the article, but I think many of the brewers are getting a little bored by it. They are this, more excited. The yeah, they're more excited okay. about working on beers that are not as common okay. so they can see what they can create. I think they've,
0: they, they
3: feel I like... Still, been there. have they lot so of respect for now. breweries yeah.
0: that keep, they keep a few of the uh, different things, things you don't always see. Like uh, Eureka Heights always has an ESB. I love that. And speaking, I love Eureka Heights, um, And speaking of breweries that
2: that are not afraid to do something a little different, we want to say huge, huge congratulations to one of our absolute favorites, Michael Duckworth of True Anomaly Brewing has been on the program True anomaly Brewing is yeah. walking distance from your place I know is that that's just this is every now and then I every now and then I say to my wife, "I love my life, <laughs> 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 but yeah, true anomaly is amazing, and we 've had Michael Duckworth. Uh, the founder and head brewer there. We've had him on a number of times. He's one of our favorite guests. True Anomaly has just been named for the second year in a row the brewery of the year for Texas. That's so fantastic. And I think that's cool because in Houston, we find a lot of times it feels like, the uh, brewing press If you will Is uh, a little biased against Houston We're a little
0: Austin centric
2: Yeah, well, they have a tendency to really focus in on Austin Then if they're going to take a break from Austin They'll recognize somebody from Dallas uh, <laughs> So for a Houston brewery to win that back to back And that's where we live so we're, Third we're, goes for the win We're a little homers for that But I, I, I think it's I think it's wonderful And I'm, I'm excited to be uh, able to congratulate them And talk about we had a true anomaly beer on the show last week As a yeah. matter of fact yeah, Which so was good. very, very cool So a lot of things will getting to on the program and looking forward to them. Uh, Ian, I don't know if we have time to go into your uh, cigar of the week. We
0: might have to do that in oh, the next I segment. Think so. right? You think you do? Yeah. Well let's jump in then, I can you ever, knock this out. Have
2: an opportunity to
0: smoke something interesting this week? Uh well I did. I, I picked up a foundation, the wise man. Ooh. The Macho Raton. This is the four and three quarter by sixty figurado. Ooh. What a pretty cigar. Is uh, uh Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Jalapa Corojo 99 binder, and Nicaraguan filler. The appearance on this dark chocolate with espresso mottling um, around it. Um, oily and leathery wrap two bands, both in red and gold. One of them's the, the wise man band and the other one's the, the smaller the secondary band is the um, the one that says uh, Macho Raton, which is what they're calling that size. Um, the pre-light sniff on this mild earth uh, barnyard and sweet coffee. Uh, the pre-light draw, I used a V cut on this. Um, has, you can see a picture right here. It has a medium draw, sweet cappuccino. I kind of got through it. A little bit of uh, mocha and, and earth as yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, the initial light, Nicaraguan pepper blast right off the beginning. Massive, cromulent pl- plumes of dense smoke delivering pepper and wood. Yes, I said cromulent. mm uh, that's it's the Klingons and the Cromulants,
2: right? That's, uh, that's what I that's, that's why I, I, I said Cromulant.
0: Yeah. Uh, the first third of this cigar, sweet cappuccino and mocha with a spicy backbone, earthy and woody finish. Retrohale is wood and coffee with a touch of pepper. Solid ash, good burn. The second third of this, this is so this is a pretty small cigar. It's four and four and three quarter inches. So by the second third of this, I have to take off that secondary band, right? Which tore the wrapper. Oh, um, when that happens. The the primary band also tore the rapper. Didn't seem mm. to affect the performance. Tore the rapper is one of my favorite hip hop artists. Tore the, the rapper. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Doesn't uh it does, however, look comical at this point. Yeah. Woody and sweet cappuccino with mocha notes are still present. Uh, the cigar flavors are fantastic, big, dense, wonderful smoke. The last third of this, I didn't smoke. It just started falling apart on me. Oh, I hate that and i was really really kind of upset about that considering this cigar uh was fourteen dollars Ooh, yeah and you don't get to smoke a whole third Mm-mm. of it Mm-mm. yeah and not it's good. not that big a cigar yeah you know
2: yeah <laughs> so your so
0: thoughts, if then? i smoke two thirds of a like a, a near five inch cigar i got two and a half inches out of it or three three inches three yeah. three yeah. and a quarter inches right that should be about right um, uh, yeah, so the last service is just falling apart. So uh, at $14, I give it a three. Wow. I, I totally I understand. You're losing it on that one. Uh, it fell apart on me. Now, I, that won't stop me from buying another one and trying it because I haven't had much issues with those.
2: But. And- by the way, I will just agree with your measurements because I was promised there would be no math. Yes. So whatever you say, I'll just go, yeah, that sounds right to me. <laughs> All right. We gotta take a break. We'll be back. I'll tell you about my cigar. Plus we have a mystery beverage to try. All coming up. It's smoking and toasting. Our show's about crap beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Smoking and Toastin'. Our program is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars, and occasionally about other beverages uh, as as well. And we do something here on the show pretty regularly that we call the mystery beverage. And for the mystery beverage, one of us sometimes it's Terry, our uh, our engineering producer. Sometimes Ian will do it. Uh, a lot of times I will bring in a beverage that we all sample before anyone, except for the person that brought it, knows what it is. And sometimes that's just to create a spirit of fairness. Like Sometimes, sometimes it's not Malort. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes we've had a few of them that we liked, although I will say we probably disliked more of the Mystery Bev's than we've liked. Would you say that's a fair assessment? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. But then, but then, that's part of the fun of the mystery beverage is you really don't know what it is, right? right? Until yeah, until we make that reveal. So I brought
2: today's in. It's a little something I picked up uh, about a week ago, and I'm excited to try it because I have not. Ooh. And see what we think. So it's, we poured it's, it before the show. It's a, a kind of a bright straw color, you tropical. Know, it almost seems like a, some sort of a mountain dew oh, flavor yes,
0: on the nose. Yes, doesn't it, it yeah. does. It does, but it has a. Now that you say that, yes, it has a weird bitterness to the nose too. I, almost, yeah.
3: almost. <clears throat> yes, I know. Yeah, almost cleaner.
0: Hmm. <laughs> mm. Oh. Oh. Transfers into it. When you said cleaner, it kind of tastes like cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> Fabuloso. Fabuloso. Furniture cleaner to be precise. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> it's pledge. got that it's got that lemon pledge. like like the lemon, lemon pledge. pledge. Yeah. <laughs> when you mm.
1: said
3: that, yeah. Wow. Right on.
2: So I'm gonna be honest, I had
3: slightly higher hopes for this one. Yeah, this hmm. is uh it's interesting. Uh it's 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 interesting. <laughs> yeah, you
2: never you never want to say it's interesting. If somebody goes, uh, "Oh, you went on a date last night. How was it?" If they say, "It was, <laughs> it interesting, was interesting." Then you know it was not a good date.
0: <laughs> it doesn't get better on the second sip. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. Mm. Mm. It oh. stays
3: the same and it doesn't taste as good as Mountain Dew as the thing. No, it, it has it doesn't. slight it's like has slight hints of mellow yellow, but not it, not the good kind. It's
0: still it still has a Mountain Dew-ish kind of thing about it. Yeah, it, it's got yeah. it's got Uh, Several things
2: happening on the finish, one of which is the furniture polish that we mentioned, (laughs) but the other is a little bit of that artificial sweetener, bad aftertaste. And those things do not go well together nor uh, uh, separately. Well, like I said, diet do. I was a little, uh, I had a little higher hopes for this one. This is from All Hands, it is a craft cocktail. (laughs) A raspberry lemonade vodka
0: soda. Raspberry. 100% no raspberry on it. None at all. Made with
2: six times distilled craft vodka, 100% all natural ingredients.
0: I suppose floor wax is natural, right? I mean, shellac comes from a beetle's butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. It's all natural. We I mean just, don't want to drink it. Turpentine <laughs> comes from a tree.
2: I'm don't want to drink it. I'm just going to go ahead and wrap up the show right here because we're not going to get any better than shellac comes from a beetle's butt. Yeah. That's that's going to be basically the peak of the show. It's all downhill <laughs> from here. So, uh, so there you go, folks. No, no, you also I also used
0: the word cromulent a little too early in the yeah, show. Yeah, you
2: did. You, it's like it's like you could have saved that for later in the program, uh, yeah. kind of like how we save drinking news, you know, for later in the program. So, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if that's sorry, a good, I peaked early
0: today. I don't know if that's a good strategy or not, but uh, you know, saving <laughs> saving things for later in the show. Hey, in its in its defense, the All Hands Vodka Soda doesn't have that cloying. Can't get it out of your palate. In other thing. words, because a couple if sips of beer, take a drink right of out. the
2: uh, Saint Arnold show yeah. beer that you brought.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It seems to knock it right out, and uh, oh yes, and thankfully so. Yeah. Well, I'm disappointed now. I
2: I just I don't know something about maybe it was the can.
3: Well, the the can doesn't look like it looks like it's going to be something else that comes out of a can than this yellow. It really does. I mean, they had to taste this before they canned it, right?
2: This is what I don't understand about these cans. Somebody said, "Yeah, that's good. Put it in there." Exactly, (laughs) and it's like if this were my company, I'd say, guys, I appreciate what you've done. Keep working. Right? Right. You so know, so yeah. you want us to just throw all this away? You're no, on, no, I, like I just the put it in your heading in. <laughs> you're on Yeah, you're on the path. Keep going, get rid of the furniture polish taste. And let's convene again in a week. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I don't know what would be so hard about that. Oh, but I failed to mention, by the way, it says right here on the can, it's bar strength. What, what does that even mean? I don't know. I have no concept <laughs> the of what ABV bar strength uh, means. I'm not sure. Maybe you can find it on the can. Oh, it's
0: 10%. Oh, so. Uh, so yeah. Well, it's got not, that going for it, well, at I least. I suppose there's that, right? Yeah. I wonder
2: if by the uh, by the last one of the four pack, you I would mean, be. I mean, you hit four cans of this, not you're going to know about it. <laughs> yeah, you would be not minding the furniture polish so much. We got to take a break. We'll be right back. I got to tell you about my cigar this week. It's smoking a toast. Welcome back to Smoking and toasting. Our show is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. Not and to a- mention true to life yeah.
0: sound effects. That's yes, right. And
2: that's good to know that. That uh,
0: sounded like a can opening
2: because I actually opened a can. Yeah. Instead of just downloading a file. It right. said can opening <laughs> and hoping that it actually sounded like a can. Um, we just tried our mystery beverage from All Hands Craft Cocktails. I've looked them up on the web during the break. All Hands Craft Cocktails are actually based out of right here in Houston, Texas. Uh, but I think they get
0: these done for them uh, by other uh, by other so Made, made uh, in Florida for All yeah. Hands. Made in Florida by All Hands uh, uh, for uh, All Hands Spirit Works in Houston.
2: So here's what I found. This one is a raspberry lemonade vodka soda. They have a lineup of five vodka sodas on their website. The raspberry lemonade is one. They also have the classic vodka tonic, a vodka soda cranberry, a vodka soda cherry limeade, and a vodka soda ruby red grapefruit. I don't know if I'm brave enough to try any of these elements. there was no
3: raspberry in that i couldn't taste any raspberry in yeah. the lemonade at all and i love raspberry yeah lemonade. i
0: didn't get any raspberry i will tell you a couple other things too it says great in a can uh, even better over ice it says two cocktails in one can so this is actually apparently two portions well oh, either that or it's ten percent and they're thinking well that's <laughs> so So when right? you slam back yeah. a can or four of these you are slamming back eight cocktails i different. don't want to slam back any of yeah these. but what's the abv on that 10%. 10 And apparently that's true. And I mean, it, it says, will work. By the yeah, way, it will do its job. If, you're, if your goal is to catch up with the rest of your crew because you got there late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. It says on the
2: website, all hands cocktails are damn fine, award-winning, ready-to-drink craft cocktails in an adventure-proof can. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> each can is thoughtfully mixed with the highest quality vodka that can be sourced, all natural flavors, premium soda water, I, and then I can I think when they say damn 10%. fine,
0: though, I think it's damn... With a comma and then fine in in the way that my wife says fine when I'm like, uh, are you okay? (laughs) And she's like, damn, fine. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying it's not damn fine. It's damn, comma, fine. Just
2: out of curiosity, I wonder about your strategy when that happens. When she (laughs) says fine, is it best to continue to question to see if you can get to the heart of what's
0: actually wrong? or is it best to just go okay um, i'll leave it alone you know uh, i'm i'm not the best at relationships because my initial instinct is to go oh you said you're fine then you must be fine Great,
3: thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. all right, well, I'm gonna go have a cigar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I get I feel it. like
0: that's probably not the best strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked. I was wondering uh, how you, you know, how your rate I, I know that's not the things. right way. But <laughs> and it does I sleep on trigger, the couch a lot. <laughs> it does kind of trigger my fight or flight a little bit. Yeah, I understand. <laughs>
2: you know, one of these things I would say to all guys, if you're considering getting married, it's it's a wonderful thing, and my wife is great. I I, I have no complaints, but one of the things that you probably want to do is invest in a comfortable couch. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. It, 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 it. Oh, for a moment I thought you were pouring that Lagerado into the uh, uh, the same cup as oh. the uh, as the mystery <laughs> no. beverage, and I was like, no, no please I don't think don't. they didn't mix well. While uh, Ian is uh, taking his first sip and 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 smell of the Lagarado, <laughs> let me tell you about the cigar that I smoked this week. You don't take a hit, hit of a bong, Ian. Just take a, 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 a
0: sip of the uh, of the light. I wanted you to hear the sip. I wanted you to yeah, experience it. It was it, right? it was um, <laughs> that's a it was autumn. that's a damn fine beer. Have yeah, you tried well, yours yet? Uh, Odell is
2: is known for damn fine. I mean, beers.
0: Odell makes uh, ninety shilling, which is pretty amazing to oh, me oh boy this is good yeah this is a, this has a christmas it has a real real christmas. now when uh, i say this is damn fine i mean it like as you don't like mean damn no comma, commas fine. Yeah. no <laughs> no capitals you're not capitalizing the entire word fine
1: mm-hmm.
0: right this is this <laughs> is like when you say to your wife you are damn fine that's right like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and she goes oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah
2: you're, you're a man with the future. Yeah, this is a, that. Those
0: words can mean so many that different works. things. That works. Yeah, absolutely. Lagerado is good. Yeah, I like this. It is super crisp and and has that. It is very like green apple crispy without tasting like green apple.
2: To me, this is one of the beers that you should pull out when you know, you, you got a friend over and he goes, oh, I'll just have like a Miller Lite or a Bud you know, Light. Like oh, well, yes. I don't, I don't have any of those in my fridge, but let me let you try this and see yeah. if you like it. Yeah. And I have a feeling they will. Uh,
0: because it's just got so much flavor packed right up at, front. Coming in at five percent, very crushable. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard the, uh, we heard the love of. Uh, we've heard the love of Lagarado, that place where, the, this is so tiny. Yeah, God, I'm old. Uh, where the horizon, uh, well, <laughs> I can give you my Clark Kent reading the glasses. The place past the horizon where the mountain air is crisp and each sunset. Is the preferred shade of the perfect shade of gold? Take it easy, and linger longer. I
2: do love the can; like it's very, uh, it, it very much communicates the crisp freshness of this beer. That's almost a, a nice painting, by the way.
0: Oh, so there's a uh, there's a there's it's a train. A- there's a guy sitting on the train here mm-hmm. that's going through the mountains, and he's sitting on the the, the roof of the train mm-hmm. and just chilling. Uh, it looks like he's like chilling, leaning back, drinking a beer, and watching the mountains. That's what they do in Colorado. They sit on top of trains. Yeah. To sit on top of trains <laughs> top and top drink trains. beer and watch the mountains. Sounds cold. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah it probably is. Uh, well, that's, let me, a, let me that's take, a dang good beer.
2: Take a moment. Thank you for the refill. Let me take a moment to tell you about the cigar that I uh, had this week. Uh, it was the Man War Virtue 10th Anniversary Torpedo. All now, right. I love Man
0: Wars. I'm yeah. just going
2: to go ahead and point that out. Before I was a fanboy, uh, before a lot of cigar lovers were quite familiar with. With the name A.J. Fernandez, A.J. was blending a line of mostly full-bodied smokes mm-hmm. called War. He eventually added some mellower ones to the line, and the somewhat lighter Virtue mm-hmm. was one of those. When Virtue hit its 10th anniversary, he did an anniversary edition of the cigar. And that was what I smoked that I want to share with you about this week. The Manowar Virtue 10th Anniversary Torpedo is a beautiful lighter bodied lighter colored cigar the band is light blue and white with darker blue for the lettering and for part of the knights uh, helmet there I never quite understood by the way why some of the knights helmet ha- helmets had like what looked like a floor mop brush on the top. you know what I'm talking about yeah because it does on this on the this boom yeah what what was what did that do and accomplish in battle
0: right i think those were uh those were uh symbols of Status. Oh, okay. Rank. I thought maybe they used it to
2: I don't know, I don't shine know. their swords. I, up I don't know. At the end? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it was. Anyway, uh it's a really nice looking cigar. The wrapper leaf for the virtue is Ecuadorian grown Connecticut shade, and the filler tobacco is from Nicaragua. Now that's uh, like almost like a little bit of a contradiction because Nicaraguan tobacco is generally fairly strong mm-hmm. and Connecticut shade, unless you go with a Connecticut broadleaf, just general Connecticut shade is usually fairly mild. Mm-hmm. So uh, I clipped the top of the torpedo with my cigar scissors and I took a minute to study this slightly box pressed beauty. There were some grassy notes on the pre-light with buttery toast and almonds on the cold draw. Once I lit it up, it was not necessarily a Nicaraguan pepper blast. But it was a little spicier in the Mm. first few puffs uh, than what I was anticipating. The spice definitely made things more interesting, at least for me, than your typical Connecticut shade cigar. Uh, Nuttiness, oak, and pepper dominated the notes for the first third. And the burn was razor straight. The Virtue produced a copious amount of billowy smoke as well. Second third didn't change a lot, but became a little bit creamier with a silky quality to the smoke that was a nice offset to the pepper. It allowed it to be a bit spicy without venturing past medium bodied. Uh, By the final third, a nice leathery note had joined the party, giving the cigar a little more nuance and lingering after the finish. Excellent construction all the way through, and mild to medium in body, building closer to medium by the final third. I really enjoyed the Man of War Virtue 10th anniversary, and I think I may have found a new favorite when it comes to milder cigars. Mm. Uh, I smoked this one in the afternoon while I was drinking some salted caramel iced tea, but for those of you who love your morning coffee... I am betting that this man-of-war would pair up just beautifully oh, yeah. with a cup of uh, strong coffee. Uh, bear in mind that I am an admitted A.J. Fernandez fan and that you might want to add a grain of salt to my review. But I feel like this cigar is a winner. And, and I'm not always really enthusiastic about milder cigars. Uh, at about 6 to $8 a stick, it is a solid five. But I've seen it on sale Online, for as low as about 4 bucks, And at that price, it's a steal, and it would score more like a 6.5. Nice. Uh, Either way, worth it. A.J. continues, at least for me, his run of cigar victories. So here is to you, Mr. Fernandez, for continuing excellence. And even some of these older smokes that A.J. made before... He was releasing cigars with his own name on them are definitely worth trying out because there's some good stuff. He's made stuff for CI and JR that are, you know, exclusive some of to my, them. Yeah, yeah, some of my
0: absolute go-to uh, budget cigars are his blends. Well, the Nico
2: Libre cigars. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Those are good. Those are really good. So good. Yeah. So anyway, uh, here's to AJ. Thank you, Mr. Fernandez, for uh, doing what you do and and making me happy on a regular basis. I, I absolutely love it. Uh, just back to this Lagarado for a moment. It's <laughs> so good. It's really good. Like, like the more I sip this, mm-hmm. the more the flavor just kind of opens up and you get that apple crispness and a, sort of a green apple uh, vibe mm-hmm. to it. It's not too overwhelming. It doesn't get tart. Like a green apple tartness, no. but you get a little of that apple uh, taste, and it works really, really well in the pilsner. Very nice. Got this in a sampler pack from Odell, by the way. They had uh, uh, an IPA and a an ninety shilling, and a, uh, and this, and it was uh, it was good. But yeah. I hadn't hadn't had this until now. Ninety so. shilling is so good. Oh, it really is. I, I was going to bring that in actually as a mystery beverage, but I thought no, let's do the lager <laughs> just to see how you reacted to it, sort of sight unseen. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> uh, it's a pretty good thing. Uh, we got a lot to talk about uh, this week. There are um, there are some cigar lists that we're going to go over, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about the best cigars of the year for 2023, including a a list from uh Cigar Snob of their top cigars of the year and I subscribe I don't subscribe to a lot of cigar magazines but I do subscribe to Cigar Snob there's just something I really enjoy about that coming in the mail I was thinking I need to subscribe to a couple yeah, of Yeah it's uh it's really it's really an enjoyable magazine so let's start this list I don't know if we'll have time to finish it in this segment or not but let's start this list and see uh and see how we do we're going to start let me see if I'm starting at the right. Okay, so yes, uh, so we'll start with cigar number 25, and we'll count up from there. So it's a 25 cigar list. At number 25, and I guess I'm going to have to try this because I am gun-shy about Gurkhas, but the Gurkha Nicaragua series comes in at number, uh, at number 25. It's a $9.75 cigar. They, rank, they rated it with a 92. At uh, 24 is the Fratello. Lake Quinn and Fratello was done um you know the guy behind that uh, was a former NASA employee yeah, here yeah. in our uh, here in our own Houston area who basically quit and said I'm gonna make cigars which is a pretty cool thing to do tatuahi's black label uh made by my father cigars his number 23 I already it's wrong with Tatuaje. eight dollar and 25 cent cigar the Fiat Lux by Luciano here's one of those cigars I have not had don't even recall seeing it at that my tobacco it's an eight dollar and75 cent cigar they ranked it rated in 92, and it comes in at number 22 on the list. Uh, number 21, the Cavalier Geneva White Series. Uh, I am not familiar with this one either. It is a USA, I've had the Cavalier
0: Geneva. I've had, uh, they had three different flavors when I tried them. This and one
2: is uh, made in Honduras, but it's a, a Connecticut wrapper with uh, filler from Paraguay, Nicaragua, and the Dominican Republic.
0: And they have a gold uh, diamond on each one that yeah. is actually smokable gold. Right, it's a smokable material.
2: gold that's part of the uh, that's part of the wrap blend yeah. into the wrapper. The uh, Arturo Fuente Magnum R comes in at number twenty uh, from Tabacalera Fuente. It's a fourteen dollar and thirty cent cigar ranked at ninety two. Always hard to go wrong with Fuente, even though I have to admit True. I don't smoke nearly as many Fuentes. As I used
0: to. Uh, You know, I pick up a short story or a short story Maduro about Mm -hmm. once a month Mm -hmm. just because dang fine. Just because, yeah.
2: Number 19 was the Illusione uh, CG4 Maduro. And
0: I admit I've tried a I'm number of I'm going to have to those, try that. But I don't think I've had that one. I love their MG12 and yeah. their MG12 Maduro.
2: The Crown Heads Court Reserve Serie E comes in at number 18 on their list. It's from Ecuador, or the rapper's from Ecuador, uh, but it's made at their Tabacalera in uh, Nicaragua. And it's an $11.50 cigar, rated at 92, uh, from um, La Gran Fabrica Drew Estate in Nicaragua. Uh, the Florida sun-grown twenty-acre farm oh. comes in at number seventeen. I have not even seen. I haven't seen that either. I'm not familiar with no, the it. The band doesn't all. look familiar at all. And at number 16, the HVC Selection number one. No, that uh, I'm familiar that with. That I have seen. I don't think I've smoked That's one. That's a though. good cigar. Have you had one of these? Yes. Yeah. So this came in uh, at a rating of 92, and it was an $8.40 cigar. So we'll get into some of the rest of this list uh, in the next couple of segments. Plus, we have the list from uh, Cigar Authority that we'll uh, talk about. But I always enjoy these lists because I like to make notes and go, okay, haven't tried that? Need, right. to, see- need to seek that out. If it was good enough to make this list, it's good enough to at least try. Yeah, it's got to be you at know? least
0: pretty darn good.
2: At least, at least decent, right? So, so we'll get to uh, some of that as we continue on the program. Uh, as we revisit the best of lists of 2023, as there are some new ones coming out, which you know means it's what February, right? <laughs> right. Uh, all right, we're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Still to come: drinking news and a whole lot of other surprises at Smoking and Toasting. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Now I guarantee if that had been a recorded sound effect You'd have actually paid extra for that one That was pretty juicy Welcome back, it's Smoking and Joeson Our show is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand-rolled cigars During the break we were talking a little bit about uh, Valentine's Day You took your wife out for Valentine's Day, Ian?
0: No, I no. took my wife in we, we, oh, we, nice. I grilled up uh, lobster and scallops for her and a steak for me and by the way i freaking nailed it on the grill (laughs) i love it i love it that's so good like on my steak it was like even the fatty portions were just like the whole melt in your mouth Oh, so good perfect um if i have to toot my own horn on that but we uh i bought her a bottle for valentine's day i bought her a bottle of uh chateau montalena um chardonnay she's been wanting to try it she loves the movie bottle shock yeah she's watched it so many times she's never tried the wine so uh i made dinner and then we sat down and had that bottle of wine while we watched bottle shock
2: so she really enjoyed that we watched a wine movie for valentine's day too um my wife found out I had never actually seen Sideways. Knew a lot about it, but had never actually I seen it. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's it's uh, wonderful. Paul Giamatti. He's great in it. He's always good. So yeah. it was the movie that came out in, I want to say, the late 90s, early 2000s, maybe. And it almost caused a wine um, like sensation uh, when it came out. Because it's not necessarily about wine, but he's the main character and he's obsessed with wine, particularly with Pinot Noir. Yeah, I remember so hearing so he about the money, movie, but yeah. I didn't think it was about so, wine. I well, didn't think of it like in that. In any I case, I would uh, never seen it. My wife had she said you have never seen it. We have to do it. So so we, you know, rented it on Apple and and watched it. It was very good, but I wanted to share with you before we try this beer, uh, a life hack because uh, when someone shares life hacks with me and they they actually work. I'm I'm always so thrilled to learn something new that will, you know, make life easier. So this is what I did for Valentine's Day. Pay attention to this. Back around Christmas, the Papa's Restaurant chain, which is a very good, it's not, a, I say chain restaurant, but they're like really, really yeah, good yeah. quality. They're they're, they're of a quality that you don't normally find mm-hmm. in chain restaurants. But I say chains because, you know, they have a Cajun restaurant, they have a steakhouse, which is probably one, one of my favorite steakhouses I've ever amazing. been the to. Barbecue? They have barbecue? I love their barbecue. Burger and I place. think barbecue's okay, I think. Uh, but, but they have probably the best fajitas I've ever had. At Papacitos, the Papacito's, which is a Mexican restaurant. Is
0: now, a lot of people think Papacito's is overpriced, but man, what you're getting is so good.
2: So my wife and I live walking distance from a Papacito's mm. downtown, which is great. And in the, in the holiday season, they often do this thing where if you come and buy a $100 gift card, like if you're going to give it to somebody for Christmas, that they'll give you like, a $10 gift card for every $50 you spend. So you go buy a $100 gift card. You get 120 bucks. The, yeah, you get 120 bucks. And so what I did is I went over and bought the $100 gift card, got the two freebies, put them in an envelope, and gave them to my wife for Christmas because she loves Papacitos, right? So I score big at Christmas by giving her an envelope that basically says, we're going to have a great fajita yeah, dinner yeah. at some point. And then we hadn't used it. The, the freebie ones that they give you, the bonus ones, expire at the end of February so my wife says why don't we go for Valentine's Day uh and and uh, use the cards and get fajitas I said that sounds great it cost me about $20 over the uh cost of the uh of the gift cards so basically I got bang for my buck twice nice i got to give it as a christmas <laughs> <Nice>. gift yeah <laughs> and i got to use it as payment for valentine's day i'm just saying wow. life hack people wow <laughs> Hashtag pay attention. winning at there life you exactly. uncle Cruz is helping you out here that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying um parish brewery is a parish brewing company one of our absolute favorites this is their actias luna this which, smells which has a wonderful lovely. looking butterfly on the uh on the can there, but it just. Looks I'm assuming just that's looks the so name elegant. of the butterfly. I'm guessing so. Yeah, I've not looked it up, uh, but these guys know what they're doing when it comes to IPAs. They make Ghost in the Machine, which, as far as I'm concerned, may be one of the best IPAs in the
0: oh, world. Cruz, you're not going to want this. Why don't you okay. just go ahead? and <laughs> so you, you go ahead and pour yourself some. and so slide you know it really over here, it. and I'll yeah. take care of it. You don't have to bother mm. yourself with it. Wow. Oh yeah,
2: I would never want to buy this again. Mm-mm. Unbelievable that's so good In fact, I may like it even better than the Holy Ghost Which was
0: awfully good Uh This is so good Yeah,
2: this is just You know, we were talking about people being tired of IPAs maybe uh, Tired of hazies Maybe it's because they're not drinking this one This is outstanding
0: I want this with the cigar that you smoked today Mm.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: I don't think this would fight a cigar at all And for a triple
2: IPA to not have a bitterness that would that would fight a cigar is actually pretty amazing.
0: The it's so round on the front and then so much so much in the uh, in the Dry in the in the bitter in the best possible way it's, all the way to the end. It's citrusy on the front, a little There's, bitter in the middle. It's a little resinous too. Yeah. But also in a great way, like a little bit of pine resin kind of thing. It's
2: 9% it's ABV. Really good. And you get a little hint of that strength, that yeah. booziness on the finish, but it doesn't necessarily come across like you couldn't easily take this can down. This is
0: one of those kind of outrageously good IPAs. I, I think I like this better than the double as well.
2: Yeah. This is amazing. So good. Good. amazing I, I i just gotta say parish you guys i didn't know if you could outdo yourself but i believe that perhaps you have <laughs> this is spectacular if you are even remotely
0: a fan of hazy ipas you've got to try this one i mean if you've had if you've had ghosts in the machine you just need to ramp up the malt right up front mm-hmm. and and um, go ahead we're gonna take a break it's and over and enjoy the rest of
2: this Ipa and when i say the rest of it I mean the rest of it for real. We'll be right back. <laughs> That's good. Welcome back to Smoking and Toasting. Our show is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. In things. this segment, we'll be uh, tasting Ian's Jameson Irish whiskey, and it is the triple, triple, triple distilled and triple cask.
0: There's no cork on this bottle, so like listening to it open is not. It's not
2: nearly as sexy as it's interesting. (laughs) I will say, as you're pouring that, and I want to go back to the cigar list in a second, but my best friend Dave, his son uh, Sam, and his wife, who's a television writer, um, just had a a baby. So, congratulations to them, and welcome to little Rory. Rory Murphy into the world but uh, my wife who is the best with gifts right she's just she just like she's pretty amazing she rules with gifts she got this uh, custom baby blanket made and found this little wooden train that spells out Rory which is the baby's name and so we put it in a, a, a a box and send it out to him as a a congratulations. And so I was texting back and forth with him this weekend, and he was thanking us for the gift, and I said, you know, I was going to send cigars, but I figured I'd wait a year or two. Uh, And uh, the reason that I said that, and he loved that, the reason I said that is because Sam uh, I have a a picture of him and his dad, my best friend Dave, and Sam was about fifteen, and he and his dad are smoking cigars. I just <laughs> I just love that picture because uh, it just anyway, you know, you know Rory's going to start early in life, is what I'm saying, and 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 that's okay. Uh, as he's pouring that uh, whiskey, let me go back to our cigar snob list. We left off at sixteen, so at fifteen on the list of the best cigars of 2023, according to Cigar Snob Magazine, is the Placencia. Alma del Fuego. And the uh, only objection I will have to this is that it might should have been higher on the list. Why is it at 15? Exactly. Come on. It might should have been higher on the list. I mean, Plasencia, that...
0: so the, any of the Placentia cigars, the Alma Fuego, the Alma Fuerte, the, oh, they're so good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're pricey, mm-hmm. but they're so good. Or yeah, this on one, them?
2: this one is a Robusto and it's $15. Yeah.
0: yeah. And, but they are that they are worth it. I've never had a Placencia that wasn't worth it. Yeah.
2: And here's another uh Cigar Ooh, I don't line I want
0: to try this one that i and I have tried
2: this uh, it's another cigar line that you just can't go wrong with and that's la aroma de Cuba, aroma de Cuba their Mia Moore cigar at nine dollars uh, comes in at number fourteen
0: on this yeah list. I need to pick one of those you up. know there is a they s- also they just put out one that's like twenty dollars yeah and I don't know that they have anything that expensive I think that's your, more expensive than anything else online and by line. the way
2: uh, at, check at your favorite tobacconist. I know you can find them online, but I think they have these at the uh, brick and mortar stores too. There's a wonderful little humidipack with five different La Aroma de Cuba cigars in it, and it'll have one of those. Oh, and it'll have one. And, and yeah. it's just man, it's and it's a great deal because they're trying to get you to
0: try the yeah, different try ones all in all the, the line, so
2: they're a little less expensive. Very, very much a, uh, a good buy. Speaking of good buys. We're a little biased on this one, both Ian and I. Is that
0: the cabinet? Is that what I'm looking this at? This is the
2: Aladino Classic.
0: Classic, the yes. The eight
2: dollar and uh, and sixty cent Aladino cigar. So good. We got to. Uh, you know, we're a little biased. We got to hang out with the Aladino family, and so, and uh, yeah, you know,
0: so good. The,
2: everything. That, that was that was where I first discovered the all you can smoke. Cigar buffet, <laughs> and that was how they treated us there, and it was awesome. It was amazing. It was awesome. At number twelve on the list, the Rocky Patel A L R second edition. Um, uh, you know, Rocky has been doing a good some amazing things. A L R yes. stands for Age Limited and Rare, yes. and Rocky has been just. I mean, he just keeps coming out with amazing new blends. I don't just know how he does it. it at this point. He really is amazing. Um, moving into the elite, and by elite, I mean Incredibly overpriced uh, section of the list. Uh, and number 11 is the Davidoff Nicaragua box-pressed cigar. It's a $20.30 cigar, and it's basically a, a Robusto. It says it's a Toro, but it's a very small Toro. <laughs> and and I, just, I just want to point out, by the way, I have had some—I uh, don't know if I've had this exact one, but I have had a cigar from the Davidoff Nicaragua line, and they are very good. They're they very not good. like the— You know, super mild cigars that make up most of the Davidoff line. Uh, They're really good, very well blended. They're just really overpriced. But I suppose that doesn't factor into the list. At number 10, Aganorsa Leafs Anniversario Corojo Cigar. That's a Uh, good one. This is a $12.99 Robusto, so it's a little pricey, but it's very, very good. The Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich Habano is at number nine. Yeah, You had the Knuckle Sandwich, right? Yeah. I mean, not... But for real, knuckle sandwich. But <laughs> I've uh, had that yeah, too. Uh, okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> the actual cigar. <laughs> uh, and number eight is you the, win some, you lose some. The Muestra de Saca Unstolen Valor. I Haven't am completely tried that. unfamiliar with the cigar. I don't think I've ever uh-uh. even seen it. And it comes in at number eight on the list. It is an expensive cigar. It's nineteen dollars and seventy five cents. It's a Toro six by fifty two. But I do have to say, even just judging from the picture, and you can find this. List online, by the way, at cigarsnob.com. Um, it's, it looks delicious. I just Something about that is very inviting yeah. to me. Just that dark, oily wrapper. The Oscar Valderas 10th Anniversary Cigar comes in at number seven. Have you had the 10th Anniversary? I know you're an Oscar Valderas fan. I love
0: everything Oscar Valderas. That mm-hmm. guy, to me, is is so good, like him him, and there's a few out there that I just absolutely love. This is
2: a six by fifty two. It's a fifteen I'm sorry an eighteen dollars cigar. So it's not
0: cheap. I would buy that. Sight unseen, just yeah. because Oscar Valdez, to be honest with you.
2: At number six on the list, one that Ian and I have spent the last two years smoking, We're raving as many about as possible. the Oliva Serie V 135th Anniversary Edition Limitada. This is the one that is tapered at the uh, foot. Something about and has that, that limited particular
0: edition. shape. Just works. It's such a good cigar. I remember
2: smoking these with our buddy Trenton from Oliva. Yes. And, and they had
0: they hadn't even come out yet. He yes. like, we got like some of the first ones he had. So
2: we had Trenton on the day they announced this cigar was coming out. Yes. And had him on again the day it came out.
0: Yes. And it was
2: just, both of those were just great shows. Although I actually preferred the second one because on the second one he brought some and we were able to smoke yes. them and they were they were just absolutely fantastic. So that only leaves the top five on the list, and I'll pause there. Before we get to the top five, because I think it's time to try some Jameson triple, triple Triple. Yeah. It's triple distilled and triple cask. So it's been finished in sherry, bourbon, and malaga cask. What, what Are you familiar so with So on the
0: website, uh, Jameson Triple Triple Distilled Irish Whiskey uh, is the triple distilled, triple cask matured. We introduced our uh, bourbon and sherry cask to the hand-selected uh, malaga cask. And it is turns Malaga out type to be a match of wood? made in heaven Is Malaga I, a type of wood Or is know. that a drink I'm unfamiliar with The spirit It says though a word to the wise You'll only find Jameson Triple Triple in travel retail Well now okay so I saw that On the bottle it said travel exclusive What does that mean means you will only find it in duty-free shops uh, when you're
2: traveling. So we talked about the uh, Year of the Dragon cigar from mm-hmm. uh, that one company uh, from Oliva, actually, that's only available in Chinese duty-free shops. Mm-hmm. And I
0: said, well, I'll try to get you one. I'll do my best. So but you can I don't find this any... at the airport duty-free shops? Yep. And uh, when I went on the cruise, they had it on the carnival in the... Uh, in the um... Uh, do you free liquor shop which they have a big old liquor shop in there oh so that's you, where you got this you can't on your buy fruits. it and drink it on the ship but you can buy it when you get off the ship you can drink it right? so I don't understand why they wouldn't just have it filled with exclusives but they had all kinds of stuff in there that you could, that buy, you could anywhere. buy anywhere
2: why would you buy now, on the ship, that being right?
0: said these were I thought a particularly good deal like I like Jameson anyway Jameson's 30ish a bottle right yeah. 20, uh, 25 to 30ish a bottle right this is a one liter bottle and they had these selling for two for 70 So $35 wow. for a one liter bottle is, and it's outrageously good. Yeah. Well, I haven't tried it yet. Oh, well, let's just see. Drum roll, please. Well, I love it on the nose. It's got a sweetness to it. Yeah, on the nose. it's got a fruitier thing than you normally get with the regular Jamesons. Right.
2: Regular Jamesons mm-hmm. is usually, by the way, I told that whole story about my uh, buddy Dave and his son Sam and the baby Rory. The whole reason I brought that up, which I don't think I established, was that he is a Jameson guy. He's like one of the first people I knew that is just like diehard ah. Jameson. He he loves Jameson Irish whiskey, which I guess makes some sense. But
0: um Well, they make they make some different ones. They made they made their um Caskmate series and a few others. This triple triple, wow. though, uh, I first tried this when a friend of mine got it in. Uh she uh she got it when she was traveling back from Bali uh for business. And she was like, have you ever had this? I was like, I've never even seen this. Mm -hmm. And we tried it. I was like, holy cow, that's good. And uh, and we've only had it a couple times since. It truly is. It is so mellow, which is the first thing that strikes me about it. Because I was
2: expecting this to just kind of like be... Jameson has a tendency to be big and bold, right? Yeah. So I was expecting more of that, and this is just like this is
0: like if you so take Jamesons mellow. and you put sweet fruity butter on top of it.
3: <laughs> I've been looking for what Malaga is, and I cannot find out if it what what exactly it, it is. Malaga, maybe it's one of those made up things like Nugent. Yeah, remember Nugent? <laughs> <laughs> well, it says Malaga cask. There are casks, tra- and it says there's other whiskeys in there, but it it says it starts giving this experimental thing about its um it says
0: it says for the nose on here initial fruit notes of sweet pear that develop in a zesty citrus peel with some dark fruits in the background hints of cinnamon and clove
3: uh delicately work uh in balance with the sweet malaga wine oh i hear here we go here we go malaga is a sweet fortified wine originating in the spanish city of malaga there you go. There you go. Oh, that's okay. what it is. So, so it's a Spanish a fortified city.
2: Fortified wine. Yes. And
3: and it is named after the city that it originated. Yeah, because there was a Malaga that popped up as a place. But yes, that's exactly what it uh, is. Okay.
2: Well, thank you for the uh, research, Terry. I appreciate it. You know, if only there were like some way... We had some sort of small handheld device where we could look things
0: up. (laughs) It's was (laughs) a (laughs) supercomputer that you could hold in your hand. Yeah, I know. (laughs) What it says (laughs) on here, uh, 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 sherry bourbon and malaga cast for a subtle sweetness and extra drop of smoothness. Right here on the bottom. well it is definitely smooth, particularly
2: for you know yes. jameson I love but it's it's not necessarily known for being smooth it's more big and bold than it is smooth at least that's my general take on Jameson. I do love Irish whiskey
0: though and Jameson almost embodies Irish whiskey to me. Well, Jameson is the is the one everyone loves to hate because it's such a ubiquitous thing. But you know what's wrong with Jameson? Not a thing. Yeah, Jameson a is thing. fine. not fight
3: this IPA either. This is, this, but that's uh, interesting because yeah. I have not gone back to yeah. that. Um, I just happen to do that.
0: I have no problems having Jameson straight, Jameson 100%. on the rocks. Right. Yeah. It's fantastic no well, matter how well, you have this it. This is probably the best Jameson I've ever had. This yes. is a, this is definitely a next level Jameson. Like I said, you just you put some butter and some sweet Sweetness and and scrape it right across the top of your regular Jameson. It's kind of what you got.
2: I'm actually a little disappointed to discover that Malaga isn't a cool made up word like <laughs> Nugan. Like remember, when, it, it, to me it's so cool when they're able to actually get away with introducing a word like that <laughs> into the vocabulary. Like remember M- Ricardo Montalban? And fine Corinthian leather? That isn't a thing. There is no such thing as Corinthian that's, that's, leather. No, that's it's leather
0: t- made in Corinth. No, 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 it's not. It's Corinth. totally made up. It's it's fictitious. <laughs> because the, the workshop where they were sewing up the leather was in Corinth, um, uh, New York, so they call it I'll, Corinthian leather. I'll bet you a
2: $20 cigar that there is no such thing as Corinthian leather. It's not a thing.
0: Well, there isn't, but that's why it got its name. Oh, because it's not Corinthian leather. It's when they were the the factory where they were stitching it up was in Corinth, uh, New York. So they decided to call it Corinthian See, leather. What I don't like though, is when a company tries to
2: um, get you to use their brand name in a way that people don't. I'll give you an example. There's a car retail seller here in um, uh, Houston uh, that's Sewell Motors, mm-hmm. right? And so they made this series of commercials where people come on and say, well, I'm so-and-so and so-and-so, and and I drive a Sewell. No, you don't. No (laughs) one drives a Sewell. You drive an Audi or... A, a Chevrolet or a Cadillac. What yeah. Or whatever Cadillac. you do. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and they may sell all these but no one says I drive a and then inserts the name of the dealership. You know, like for me, I'd be going, I drive a CarMax. Yeah. You know? <laughs> nobody does that. That's all I'm saying. I drive carmax Nobody a car does I drive that. Drive a Toyota uh, yeah. Katie. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I don't uh, I I don't do that and nobody else does, and you're not gonna make me say it, no matter how hard. You try, <laughs> just like you know. I won't refer to the uh, um, the uh, Bayou Music Center. As whoever they've sold it to this year. Oh yeah, brand no. Come on. Because it changes oh, yeah. like that gets every twelve tiresome. months. tiresome. Yeah, it's like come on. I am not calling it the retrograde center or whatever, whatever you've named it. Still for this the week.
3: building formerly known as the
2: Summit. Yeah, thank Sorry. you. Right. Sorry, Sorry, yeah. Joel. Sorry, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. All right, we got to take a break. We will be right I've back. Seen we Aussie have
0: Ozzy and Metallica in drinking that news right around
2: there. I saw Smashing Pumpkins and Fleetwood Mac there, not together, by the way.
0: We'll be right back. It's smoking and
2: toasting. Welcome back, my friends. This is Smoking and Toastin'. Our program is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. Speaking of fine spirits, this is a fine spirit. This is a spirit. fine spirit. The Jameson Triple Triple, which you bought on the uh, on the cruise you were mm-hmm. on, right? At the duty free show. Well, when you got back uh, on the duty free. Well, they show. had they
0: had a liquor you store on duty. the ship. Um, and it's basically you can't buy liquor and then drink it on the ship you have to buy all their liquor Mm -hmm. on the ship but you can buy it and then uh, you can pick it up on your way out the door basically. Now I saw your
2: uh, obviously on last week's show you had a segment that you did with our buddy uh, Alan Denning Mm -hmm. who nobody cares about about. Uh, but uh, uh, you guys did a segment on the beers and it was was quite entertaining (laughs) Uh, but you didn't do anything about cigars and i was wondering at any of the ports of call were you
0: able to pick up any cubans so uh our ports of call were going to be uh costa maya Mm -hmm. and um and uh cozumel and i was really looking forward to cozumel because there's a casa de monte cristo in cozumel Mm. and so i was really looking forward to going there have a cigar and pick up a box of cubans um uh and i don't know what price the cubans were going to be but like me and alan had already strategized we were like okay if they're above this point we'll uh split the box blah mm-hmm. blah blah mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so we stopped in Costa Maya and Costa Maya I don't think is an actual real place. <laughs> Cozumel is a port that's made there to suck money out of your pocket oh, as a tourist. Oh, oh. I was going to say the same thing about like, Baytown, well, but not, I don't think it has yeah, the no, tourist angle like, to it. It's not like Cozumel <laughs> no, or uh, a lot of those other places, which are a city where you can or a town where you can go walk through and like check out the local things, things. It's not like that. There's nothing else there except for the port, mm-hmm. the tourist trap stuff, and then everything else is like where the people who work there live. And then there's excursions where you can go do things like float down a river on an inner tube. Yeah. Well, if you're from Texas, I can go do that. Like this like I don't need to spend yeah, exactly. A few hundred dollars on an excursion to go do that. So anyway, the bottom line was we didn't do much in Costa Maya and I kind of expected it, but we walked there and immediately saw a cigar shop that was advertising Cuban cigars. Mm. All Cuban cigars. So me and Alan were like, "Oh, we have to see this!" So we walk into the cigar shop, and uh, there's Monte Cristos and Partagas and like all the Cuban brands, Cohiba and all the Cuban brands you can imagine. They were not Cuban. Uh, uh. if you're even remotely it, this is this would be like looking at someone trying to sell. Uh, I, I don't I don't even know how to uh, how to how to describe it, but like. Like, just hanging a tag on something and putting putting labels on something that, like, is obviously not it. Have you ever seen a box of Cubans that have three to four different colors to the wrappers no, across them? No. You're always going to get that reddish Cuban it's wrapper. It's that same using. color. Yeah, oh, yeah. Same So color. all their boxes, the colors varied from, from, from one cigar to the other, no matter what brand it was. I was like, oh, not even close. I didn't even have to look at the labels to see how fake the labels yeah, were. Yeah, and see if like, they said Cohaba. Uh, i uh, uh, (laughs) I, I, I bought
2: some quote-unquote cubans in the British Virgin Islands once, when I was there yeah. on a vacation, and I brought them home and put them in the humidor, and they infected my entire humidor with beetles. Oh, oh,
1: oh, wow. I had to throw
2: away every cigar wow. in that humidor. No. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this was years ago, but yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah these these were they um, weren't really Cubans either. So, and
0: I'm standing there looking at them, and the guy comes up to uh, to me and Alan because we're we're kind of laughing about it. And the guy comes up, he's like, "Oh, you like Cuban cigars?" And we're both like, "Yeah, I love Cuban cigars." He's like. Well what do you think? And Alan's like, Well, there are no Cuban cigars here. <laughs> he's like, and the guy's looking at him, he's like, Now he's affronted, right? Right. <laughs> so, so it's like we're we're not affronted because you're trying to sell us BS. Right. Right. But you're affronted. But you're mad at us because we're it. saying, Hey, this is BS. <laughs> and I was like, There's not a Cuban cigar in this place.
2: Yeah. For yeah. real. Yeah, for real. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, you do have to watch that, especially in the tourist trap places. That's that's yeah. where you're gonna. And run I into ran it.
0: into a guy. We were sitting down having lunch, and the, there was a guy next to us. We started chatting, and he was very excited about his new box of Cubans that he bought. He got the guy wanted four hundred dollars for them, and uh, he talked him down to two hundred dollars. And I didn't have the heart to say. uh Those were worth about 50 Mm -hmm. or less. If you talk
2: the 400 down to 200, they were worth maybe 50. Yeah, I didn't
0: didn't have the heart to tell him, but he was very excited about it. He said he loved the cigars, and I was like, awesome, dude. Drinking news is coming up,
2: and uh, we'll also finish out this Cigar Snob list with their top five cigars of the year for 2023. Stand by, my friends. Uh, Welcome back, my friends. This program is called Smokin' and Toastin'. We've been doing this for 368 shows now, or 367 if you don't count the missing mystery episode. Uh, but we are uh, thrilled to be here. The we want to say thank you to uh, all of our uh, radio stations that carry the show. Now we are uh, syndicated. We're really, really kind of proud of that. We haven't seen a dime from it yet, but hey, you know, we're at least proud to be heard. So start a podcast. Is...
0: You'll make tens of dollars.
2: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Literally tens, tens and of tens dollars. of dollars. Yeah. So all right, good. I just uh, made a spill, proving that the you uh... spilled
0: it right on the paper uh-huh. towel. Though I that
2: sure was pretty did. amazing. It, it was. It was good. The problem was it was. This the Jameson triple triple that I stole. Uh, well, you know, here's so, yeah, the no. Yeah, I got most of a liter of it here. What? Well, I'm, I'm, you know, not feeling too bad about it because you got such a good deal on it on your uh, duty free.
3: I can't believe you got such a good deal on mm-hmm. it. That's great. I mm-hmm.
0: 35
2: bucks. I'm a gonna bottle slide my cup is... over here
3: just for. Uh, yeah. oh, I would buy this all day. Mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I wouldn't blame you for it. And I, by
2: the way, I, I just want to say I'm a fan of duty free, especially when it comes to kids' diapers. Uh, so that's just my that's just my. You thing. said duty, no yeah. duty. <laughs> uh, well, I suppose Ian if you would like to uh, maybe, yeah, very nice, very nice, and then maybe set that down and reach for the ukulele, because my friends, it is time for drinking news.
0: Drinking news, drinking news. Now it's time for drinking news. Drinking news, drinking news, now it's time for drinking news. A Florida man with one arm said he had a gator for a pet. When asked about his absent arm, he said, uh, I had to take my gator to the vet. Drinking news, drinking news, now it's time for drinking news.
2: Cheers, y'all. Well, for today's Drinking News story, and remember, this is the segment where we bring you stories from the news, things that really happened, that have been reported by legitimate news outlets somewhere. Uh, Drinking News is uh, stories that sometimes, in fact, frequently involve drinking, but not always. Mm -hmm. But they are always best enjoyed if you've been drinking. And I've been drinking Jameson triple-triple, so I'm feeling like I'm right in right in the You're, in you're the getting groove. into the golden zone? I'm
0: right in the golden zone for drinking news. There's a point of drinking where you've had just the right amount mm-hmm. to where you enter the zone I like to refer to as the knowing. <laughs> I was going to call it my happy place, but the knowing,
2: <laughs> the knowing sounds knowing. way more important. You know pretty much
0: everything, yeah, and you yeah. like to tell about it like over and over again.
2: Like those T-shirts that say... I drink and I know stuff and I know things. That's okay. right. And then, and then the problem
0: I is the knowing is always very, there's a thin gray line and you always will cross it. Yes. At some point in time, you'll tip the line and you'll enter the next zone, which is called the forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> and mercifully, the forgetting is there. Right? Or sometimes time travel, because if you yes. don't immediately go to sleep, sometimes you come back to awareness in a different place and you're like, "Where? Well, how did I get here? <laughs> And why am I wearing this Joker costume? That's right. Uh, so for today's <laughs> story, again.
2: for today's story, we're going to go back a couple of years. Because we've never reported on this particular incident. And here at Drinking News, we believe it's a good idea to bring you important cautionary tales like this one. Lest something like this happen to you. This story begins, as so many of ours do, with a couple of buddies sitting around drinking. When suddenly... One of them comes up with what seems like a spectacular idea. Oh, my beer. You've heard before about the idiots who wonder what their dog might do if they get it drunk, right? Watch this. And then they proceed to pour beer or even vodka or, worse yet, malort uh, into the pet's water bowl. This never goes well, as generally the dog just winds up falling asleep. Before waking up later and barfing all over the house. And if you've never experienced what that looks or smells like, you should count yourself incredibly lucky. People have tried it with cats, too. But drunken cats just have a tendency to become even more judgmental of their human captors. And so they begin plotting how they can assassinate you in your sleep as step one of their grandiose plan to take over the world. I'm going to kill you in your sleep. But all of these pale in comparison to the brilliant drunken idea dreamed up by two Florida men. Florida men. Who did their part in the ongoing effort to keep the Sunshine State sitting proudly atop the list of WTF, dude. WTF. (laughs) That's a real list, by the way. Or if it's not, it should be. Uh, according to a Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission report, 27-year-old Timothy Kepke of Hobie Sound thought, the hell with dogs and cats. I'm going to feed some beer to a gator. <laughs> so he and his buddy, 22-year-old Noah Osborne, no relation to Ozzy, proceeded to go into the Florida marshes where Osborne actually caught an alligator with his bare hands.
3: No, <laughs> Wow, this has already moved into an now, amazing blaze. Now
2: it goes without saying that any time your night of drinking devolves into, hey, let's go catch an alligator... To prove a point.
0: Yeah.
3: That it may <laughs> I'm sorry, be a- but,
0: but, but at this point in time, you're talking about a certified drunken badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying. If it devolves into, hey, let's go catch an
2: alligator... It may be a sign that you're a well past last call. <laughs> and if you are the person that's been appointed that evening's designated driver, you now must also accept the role of designated person to drive away from the
0: swamps and toward the nearest bed where your brilliant on, buddies can on. sleep in, it in off. In drunken logic, though, sometimes it's like, hey, dude, grab that alligator over there. Bring it here. Yeah. yeah. You know, and like someone's like, OK, that sounds like a good idea. And does it, you know, or doesn't even <laughs> think twice about it.
2: Well, there was no, really. <laughs> there was no. And I grew up s- in Liberty, Texas. You know, there's it's a swamp. Are there alligators there in Liberty? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Adds okay. to my adds to my mental understanding uh, of know, what Liberty is so, so one is all day about. we
0: had one in the yard and I didn't know what to do. So I called the police. It was like uh, there's an alligator in the yard. <laughs> Come arrest it. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, okay, we'll send somebody. Like uh, well, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> well, I was a s- teenager. At the they time. called
3: the fire department. <laughs> we also
0: had cows in the yard. You yeah, know, just so you know. Well, that's not at the same time as that's the much more common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. If you had cows in the yard and the alligator, pretty soon you just had the alligator. Yeah. In the
3: yard. <laughs> That's what I'm a full alligator
2: but there was no designated gator protection agent for our florida men who proceeded to take the, the gator the GPA that they wasn't caught. there yeah they proceeded to take the gator that they had caught and somehow pour a number of cans
3: of beer down <laughs> the reptile's throat
0: florida,
3: man they not only had to wrestle it and catch it but open its mouth and pour beer <laughs> and down and pour beer down it.
2: so what did the alligator do Tell meandering stories that we've all heard before.
0: (laughs) Cocaine alligator. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sing
2: karaoke? No. The animal reacted in a much more predictable fashion. It bit the crap out of Kepke. (laughs) Which should come as no surprise if you live somewhere besides
3: Florida.
0: (laughs)
2: And,
3: and, and of course, dang
0: thing bit me. I want to hear
3: that he bit his arm off and threw it back up on him after he. <laughs> and of course, after the and incident, was like,
0: oh, sorry, I bit your arm off. I
2: always liked you. <laughs> I had to take my gator to the vet. <laughs> uh, uh, this, of course, led to uh, uh, after the in- uh, sorry after the incident. Of course, the two men did what any responsible Floridians would do. They posted video of the whole thing on the internet. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And this of course (laughs) (laughs) This of course led to a visit from local law enforcement officials who wound up charging the animal abusers with and apparently this is a real crime, taking an
3: alligator. Okay. Taking taking an alligator. Yeah. I didn't know that was a crime because I figured a lot of people are deterred from taking an alligator for, you know, obvious reasons. One would think.
0: Alligators will bite the snot out of you.
2: (laughs) Kepke told the officers that the gator was released back into the wild after the incident. And all of us can only hope that the reptile wasn't too tipsy to swim. (laughs) Once
0: he's tasted Miller Lite. The Florida man
2: also told authorities that he would had a few beers that day, but that he certainly wasn't drunk. Nope. Because, of course he wasn't. (laughs) Because, Florida.
3: (laughs) Florida man just does that on a regular day.
2: (laughs) The victim in this whole thing, of course, was, in fact, the gator. Animals' digestive and neurological systems are not equipped to process alcohol, so it stands to reason that even a small amount can affect them in significant ways. Now, one might wonder what the alligator was thinking as the booze began to affect him.
0: Well, the alligator went to call his
2: ex. But you (laughs) won't have to wonder that for long. Because as an unrequested public service, (laughs) here at Drinking News, we've prepared a list of answers for you in the form of another of our extremely unpopular top five lists. Here, then, is the top five list of the things the alligator might have been thinking during its drunken episode. The top five things the gator might have been thinking. Number five. This beer is making me hungry. Now, where does Budweiser keep those Clydesdales? (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Maybe I've had a few, but it feels like closing time, and that stuffed plushie of the University of Florida's mascot is starting to look mighty attractive. (laughs) Number three. I don't know which sounds better right now. Snacking on some beer nuts or eating this guy's nuts.
1: <laughs>
2: number two. Michelob Ultra. Seriously? Do they know how many cases of this swill it's going to take to even get me tipsy? <laughs> and the
0: alligator.
2: And the number one thing that the gator might have been thinking, number one. I don't know how much this guy spent on this beer, but this little stunt is going to cost him an arm and a leg. (laughs) Reporting live from Hobie Sound, where I could swear I just heard an alligator say, hold my beer and watch this. (laughs) My name is Cruz,
0: and that is your Drinking News, Drinking News. That's our time for Drinking News. Isn't it kind of hard to take that seriously? Yeah. You know, um, uh, in a, in, a, in a in a bout of Darwinism that's happening in that story, About <laughs> of Darwinism. I love that. Um, <laughs> I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: When you when you're thinking to yourself, let's let's just go grab an alligator and get him drunk, and then you follow through with it. Like there's there's a line, yeah. <laughs> There's, yeah, a there's a line. It's the Florida slash wherever you are line. It could be Florida, Georgia line, but that's a band. It could be Florida <laughs> Alabama line or, or Florida Mississippi line. Florida Bama, they call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a line yeah. you cross when you're yeah. like going from it'd be funny to get a gator drunk. And, like, actually doing it because that's a lot of effort. When the line you cross has the word Florida
2: in it, you know you got something (laughs) that you should stop and
3: consider Yeah, really seriously. You don't hear about these stories in, like, say, Washington State. Well, you don't. And as Ian pointed out,
2: there are gators in Liberty, Texas, which is not necessarily a bastion of uh,
0: intellectual, uh, you know, uh, thought. There's a a thing about gators, though. Uh, Like, gators are – they will eat you. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> they will, there's this basic thing about this gators basic they thing will that eat, they eat you, you. <laughs> all right so they don't they don't have a lot of thought process if you ever th- look at a gator's eyes but, and you think yeah. to yourself i wonder what that gator is thinking the gator's thinking about eating you yeah exactly <laughs> or he's thinking about eating you later that's about <laughs> yeah, it because he's, he's like gator. man i just ate but I would eat that. Yeah. Or he could be thinking, "Man, I'm hungry. <coughs> He's looking. I'm going to eat
2: that. He's looking at you, and you were basically an hour later. Yes. Yeah. yeah you you know. Uh, you
0: remember <laughs> the old cartoons where like. You know, like the person they're looking at would turn into a chicken, like a roast. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. what the gator is thinking. That's,
1: what's, that's what that's they're seeing. Awesome. All
0: right, we got a moment left to uh, talk about this beer, and I
2: haven't even tasted it yet. Oh, Have you tasted well, it? Not only did I taste it, but I poured myself <laughs> a second glass. This is social outcast. So while I tasted for the first time, I'll let you tell us what you think. If you like
0: barrel aged beer and you oh, wow. want to taste the barrel and the bourbon, that's sweet. Is that like brown you're sugar? You love this. Wow, this is very boozy. It is very boozy. It's outrageous. Oh, but it has such a cacao sort of nibs Yeah, it's very, very chocolatey Mm -hmm. cacao nibs. Brewed and bottled by Heist Brewing. Uh, This is coming at 13.3%. It's wonderful.
2: I mean, seriously. But this is big. Like, this is not one of those beers you drink by yourself. Unless you're that, I would drink this floating down the river. <laughs> yeah, I tell you,
0: with this, a problem. Um, but I, you know, I have been—I've been told I'm special in some ways. Yeah. Uh,
2: no, this is really good. Tell me, tell me what else you get in this. I'm getting like coffee. I'm getting.
0: I oak. get almost a nutmeg. I get uh, yeah, the oats,
1: mm-hmm.
0: big time oats. I get lots of coffee. It's um, it's almost barley wine, sticky. Like the mouthfeel is huge. It it's, really it's is It's so ridiculously over the top um there's almost no carbonation to it i there's nothing much about this beer that i don't love this comes from heist brewery which is charlotte north carolina Uh, i believe we've had some of
2: their beers on the show before but it may have been a while there's a something oh there's a there's a um marshmallow in there coconut oh oh, coconut marshmallow yes coconut kind
0: of marshmallow thing i can go with that toasted coconut toasted coconut definitely Mm-hmm. It is pretty outrageously good. Social Outcast by Ice Brewing. I'm going to go with a uh,
2: comment you made on the show. May have been our like second or third show, and I've remembered it from then until now.
0: Beer good. You said it like (laughs) word for word, almost exactly like I said. I believe that was almost exactly. exactly That's a direct quote. It's pretty so. amazing.
2: We're going to take a break, and we will be back. We promise to finish off this uh, list of the top five cigars from Cigar Snob for you in our next segment. But we will be drinking more of this from High Brewing. Mm, it's so it's good. Smoking the toasting. welcome back to smoking and toasting our show is all about craft beer fine spirits and hand rolled cigars ian i'm wondering now that we have poured this uh uh this wonderful imperial stout called social outcast if you've had a taste of this and then gone back to the jameson triple oh triple.
0: it's fantastic with the jameson it
2: really makes it almost
0: bourbon-y, in mm-hmm. my opinion uh, when you go back
2: to the jamesons
0: it it outlines like there's a little smokiness to the jamesons mm-hmm. yeah mm Brings that out and the woodiness, and then you get that sweet, um, almost a molasses y kind of thing going on in there. It's mm-hmm. really, really and vanilla like mm-hmm. it pulls out some vanilla. Yes, that, lots of vanilla, and it almost there.
2: emphasizes a vanilla in the stout as mm-hmm. well.
0: Mm. I haven't gone back the other direction yet. Oh man, it's worth going in both directions.
2: Oh, yeah, that is, that is really good. That yeah, really good. Let me round out this list just because we're going to run out of time, and I want to. I don't want to finish. It tastes, without like, the top it tastes five. like oatmeal with marshmallows. That's it. so good, and that's a good thing. Mm. Uh, and number five on the cigar snob list of the cigars of 2023, and we're not even going to get to the other list, but we'll finish this one. Um, is the my father La Antiquidad? My father Jose Pepin Garcia oh. and Jaime Garcia. These guys are like I don't know. They're like wizards, in my opinion. Of of crafting and and uh, and blending uh, yes. cigars, they really got it going on. At number four on this list is one of my all time favorite cigars, the AJ Fernandez Bella Artez Maduro.
0: Yeah, I love
2: this cigar. Such I can't a good get cigar. enough of it. It's just one of the most flavorful and wonderful cigars Ooh, of the, all time. Is
0: that the uh, punch?
2: No, it's the H. Upman. At number three, the the H. Upman Nicaragua by A.J. Fernandez. So you got A.J. two out of the top five. Uh, And this is one of my favorite of the blends that A.J. has done for anyone else. That's a great cigar. Although I will tell you, uh, a real steal, because some of the cigars that A.J. has done for the other um, uh, cigar companies are a little more expensive. The steal is... The Hoya de Monterey Silver.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: The Silver is less expensive than any other blends that he's done for any of the other brands, brands and it is just as outstanding. But the Hoyo Black. I know that. Oh. I know that's a favorite of yours. I know you love yourself some Hoyo Black. Number two on the list, the Badrone 1926 Siri Natural. It is yeah. a $15 plus cigar. Real hard to go wrong Scored with that. Scored a 93, but boy, is it wonderful. Yeah. And at number one, and this is interesting because I have not had this, which makes me kind of a lame fanboy of A.J. Fernandez. It's the Foundation Cigars Olmec Maduro, uh, produced at Tabacalera A.J. Fernandez in Nicaragua. It's a $14.50 cigar. Foundation Cigars is the company, and this is their number one cigar of 2023. Foundation Cigars Olmec Maduro and the number one cigar on this list I have not had,
0: so I apologize to everyone. Um, I have had this. You have? I did. I rated it a five point five at twelve dollars and fifty cents. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Which where'd you, where'd you pick that up? Was that a casa? I think probably casa.
2: I may have to go buy. Casa's there and get so a box.
0: convenient to come here. Like I can stop there, mm-hmm. and then and then it's moments from here. So it's nice. To, you know, it's been a while since we've done a show there. We should. Uh, talk to our buddies there and go I'll back talk and to the steve show. i'm trying to find uh, a few uh, cigar people to come in on with us mm-hmm. so i don't have anything lined up uh right as of yet but we got a few things that i'm working on we're gonna try and get some uh breweries from outside texas get them to uh do a zoom or a facetime or mm-hmm, a skype mm-hmm. meeting yep yep uh we're gonna try and get uh some cigar companies and we haven't had a whole lot of cigar reps in recently So I'm going to try and get that and get some on-locations going on. I believe we should rectify that. Yes, absolutely. Well, I just want to say, we started out with the mystery
2: beverage, the raspberry lemonade vodka soda, and then everything got better from there. I still have some if you want that. Thank you. No. Uh, The Lagerado was spectacular from Odell. And then we moved to that incredible hazy IPA, that triple IPA. Yeah, we went from 5% to 9%. And then we jumped up to... 13.3%. 13.3%. Yeah, the, uh, uh the Social Outcast, which was amazing. And then, of course, the Jameson Triple Triple, which thank you for picking that it's up. It's pretty outrageously free. good, right? It really is. And the next time you're uh, traveling in such a way, uh, please buy two, and I will be happy to take one of them off your hands. Absolutely. Hand. Yeah, because that's uh, that's some good stuff. Um, we love when we like things as much as we did On the show today. And I know some people have accused us of saying you guys like everything. But in fairness, we didn't like the raspberry lemonade vodka soda.
0: No, it's not good. Yeah. So, so also, I didn't like my cigar exploding on me.
2: That's true. So it it does happen that we're not yeah. necessarily raving about everything. But in fairness, we try to bring stuff. We're on also the show. not haters either. Yeah, we try to bring no. stuff on the show that we think we're going to like, and then some. Mostly because we're paying well. for everything. Exactly. When you're buying stuff, I bought a four pack of that friggin' raspberry lemonade vodka soda.
0: What am I going to do with the good other luck. three? You know, give them to the someone you don't like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leave them it's, on the elevator at your. Uh, I want, see, I want to see building. I
3: want to see I want to see Cruz's leftover mystery beverage oh my refrigerator God. It, at it's home.
0: Not you know what's even worse than that? You know
2: what's even worse than that? In my closet, I have the leftover six packs for all the non-alcoholic beers that I bought for our non-alcoholic beer blind taste tests. You need to just leave a six pack in
0: the elevator every time
2: you go down. Or what I I like to call it. My five pack of sadness. <laughs> Have a great week, my friends. We uh, love you guys, and thank you so much for supporting and listening to the show and uh, viewing it on YouTube. Thanks to Adam in the Sky, our producer, uh, to our DJ on the Wheels of Steel, uh, Mr. Terry Michaels. He's Ian Barry. I'm Cruz. Have a great week, my friends. And cheers, uh, y'all. Cheers, cheers, y'all.
1: Trust no one. I must be the biggest sucker.